the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k23 mo Mooney and bj armstrong back once again bj the nba season continues to take along it's almost christmas which means it's almost new year which means it's almost february which means it's almost all-star which means it's almost the trade deadline. So guess what we're going to talk about today? Oh, Mo, the trade deadline. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so, the trade deadline. Okay. Multiple sources oh, have reported that the Spurs are once again opening their business on the trade market. The asking price continues for Jakobertel to be a pair of first-round picks with limited protections. According to a pair of sources... The two teams most persistent about acquiring Pirtle are the Raptors and the Warriors. Now, Jakob Pirtle is a very underrated player. He is an elite shot blocking force on a defensive end. He can do a few nice things on offense too. And I think he would thrive on a contending team. He, of course, was part of the uh, Kawhi Leonard trade. Him and DeMar DeRozan went over to San Antonio for uh, Kawhi Leonard from the Toronto Raptors who now want him back. And interestingly, the Golden State Warriors want to be in the mix, which seems to say we don't want to run with Draymond Green at the center for the rest of the season. And we don't want Kevon Looney as our starting big. So we're going to need to shore up our front court, which is pretty interesting, BJ. What are your initial thoughts on the involvement of the Warriors and the Raptors? Well, let's start with Toronto first, and then we'll get to the Warriors. Yeah. When you watch the when you watch the Raptors play, I just watched them last night versus I can't remember why I watched. I just watched so many games. Um, was it last night or the night before? It was the night before. Is it, well, it, it was against the, Celt- against, against the Celtics. Against the Celtics. Yeah, Celtics. So it's the Celtics. I watched them. It's obvious to me. And I know they got a couple guys out. You know, Precious, I believe, is out. Uh, Thaddeus Young, I believe, is out. But it's two things that you need in this league, right? You need you need size and you need length. Now, they have length. They have a, a bunch of guys, with the exception of the point guard over there, Van Fleet, that are 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", right? They have a bunch of guys like that. However, it's obvious in watching them that they don't have a big so Pirtle makes perfect sense there. It makes perfect sense. I can understand why they would want a player like that. Um, their philosophy is defense. He is, by the numbers, uh, a good shot blocker. He knows how to play. And that would be a, you know, that would fit into their philosophy of what they do. So that makes sense to me. Now let's go to Golden State. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, and I gotta separate myself from being the fan of this particular Wait, player we, I'm about to talk about. Should we stay go on ahead. the Raptors first? Should we stay on the Raptors first? Because there was a yes, few other yes, things. Yes, go ahead. You know, because because they've had a few guys missing. Um, you know, Scotty Barnes hasn't had the best start to the season. His sophomore season, he's had uh, people on the Twitter timeline calling him. Do you know who they've been calling him? I have no idea. They've been calling him the second coming of Michael Carter Williams, who of course was Rookie of the Year, and then. Kind of faded off as his career. It's okay, I, I, but I, I, it's to me. It's I, I so believe in Scotty. Barnes. It's I obvious. It's obvious to me what's going on with Scotty Barnes. It's it's so obvious, but he'll figure it out. But go mm. ahead. 
But also, Fred Van Fleet has been struggling over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. been looking like his usual self. Raptors fans all over Twitter today were panicking because he unfollowed every single one of his Raptor teammates. Um, I'm, I mean, I don't look too deep into the Instagram kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure most of these guys have someone managing their Instagram for them. So you might not even know. Um, anyway, the Toronto Raptors reportedly are hesitant to offer anything more than a package highlighted by a single first round pick with moderate protections. So it looks like they're not too desperate to make this trade. They're kind of poking around to see it would be nice to add in, but if not, we're good. On the other hand, the Warriors, I wanted to say this before I let you continue because this will allude to what you were talking about just then. The Warriors, on the other hand, are said to be primarily interested in finding a way to flip James Wiseman for Jakobertel However, and this was really interesting to me, sources say the Spurs have indicated to the Warriors that they aren't interested in Wiseman as a centerpiece of a trade. And they're not high on Jonathan Kuminga either. Which is very, very odd to hear, considering, you know, James Wiseman's um, drafts, place in the draft, and he's not played that much since coming into the league. And Kaminga has obviously shown flashes that he can have great potential in this league. Maybe they like Moody, Moses Moody a little bit better. But to, from the Warriors side, offer a lottery pick in exchange for a player on an expiring contract, because the Warriors already have the trouble of trying to pay everyone. Now they're going to have Pertzel, whose contract expires at the end of this season. So they're essentially dumping a lottery pick for a guy whose contract will come off the books at the end of the year. That's interesting to me. But also from the San Antonio side, of they're full-on tanking. They might be the worst team in the NBA this season and they wouldn't want to take a shot on Kaminga or Wiseman and they wouldn't want to try and develop those guys. It was very confusing to me because I'm not sure how that exactly makes sense. Well, again, Mo, I I think it's important for you to consider the source, first of all. There's There's nothing confused here. This is not accurate <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't the san antonio spurs saying this this isn't the golden state warriors saying this this is as mo put it sources said sources say okay so the thing that really upsets me most about this okay if i'm the warriors and if i'm wiseman is is what does it say about James Wiseman? This is a young kid. This young kid, for better or for worse, he has injuries well documented. He's come into a league and he's been thrust into a situation where, on one hand, he has been in a on a winning team. Mm-hmm. Kid has won an NBA championship. However. His growth, his individual growth, has been stunted because he hasn't had an opportunity like all young players need. I don't care who you are, right? Victor Wimbanyama next year. They will need opportunities and reps to be able to play through their mistakes to get caught up to speed here. That's mm-hmm. there's no there's no way to replace experience. However, what does this really say? Because at some point we run out of patience with the potential. And then suddenly they start labeling you. 
And I'm beginning to get, I'm beginning to become concerned about this kid Wiseman because he looks like a terrific talent from afar. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 again, I don't know. I'm not there in practice, you know, uh, but he is at least from afar. He looks, looks the party. He's 6'10". Well, he, he has the touch. tools. He has all the tools yeah, and yeah. the potential to be an elite talent. But right now in the G League where he's been playing, he hasn't really shown that to the level that people are somewhat expecting. Well, I will say this. As a person who has scouted, I'm not currently scouting, bigs, true bigs will never prosper in the G League. Why? Because that is a guard-dominated league. It's a guard-dominated league. The league now, the M- the league, the NBA game, is, is dominated by guards. We have, Mo, let's just call it like we see it. We have eliminated bigs in the NBA game. Mm-hmm. Why should I expect a big to go to the G League who, who is imitating mm-hmm. the NBA game to suddenly go down there and just feed him on the post and say, big fella, take us to the promised land? Like, okay, so let's stop with the let's stop that narrative right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Th- that's a guard league. You're already playing four guards in the NBA. So you're probably playing five guards every night in the G League. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So now you have a, a true big playing in a guard-dominated league. I don't expect him to play well there. Okay. Unlike us little guards, bigs need organization, and they need players that's going to get them the ball. And they need coaches who are going to play a brand of basketball that's going to get them touches because they can't pass to themselves unless you're Victor Wimbanyama or Giannis or somebody like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other guys need players to throw them the ball. So I don't expect him to put up numbers down there. However, what I do expect is the adults, the coaches, and I expect the player to demand the ball to demand that we continue his, this this kid's art if, in fact, that the kid shows up and wants it. Now, that's the part I don't know. But you can't tell me that if you had Akeem Olajuwon or Shaquille O'Neal and he was playing in the G League, that you're not that you're not going to maximize his time down there as he, whatever he's doing, right? yeah, he which is developing they would, they down would there. would crush anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think now, Wiseman kid, is in that but, caliber. Well, well uh, uh, but again, again, Everyone at some point was 18, 19 years of age. That's the part of the NBA that I'm most concerned about is these kids, when Shaq was 18, 19, he was on a college campus. Akeem mm-hmm. Olajuwon was on a college campus. Patrick Ewing, these Karima, now these guys are playing with men and now you're into a situation where they look like men. Well, he's he's 21 now, but he hasn't played full basketball. Like, he hasn't played the full season in four years. He only played, okay. just talking about college campus, he only played three games at Memphis. And then he tore his meniscus during his rookie season and then faced numerous setbacks that kept him out. So he's not really played a full season of basketball in five years since he was 16 years old. Which, okay. when you think about that, is crazy. That's my, no, it's not crazy. When you're 18, 19 years of age, okay, when you're 18, 19 years of age, 
Sorry about that. Well, when you're 18, 19 years of age and you come into this situation, you know, you build on experiences. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I mean. When you're 18, 19 and you make the decision to come here, you're building on experiences and sometimes you're going to hit bumps in the road. I just think it's tough, especially in today's game, because we don't highlight bigs. Mm-hmm. See, that, see that, that's that's my whole thing about, listen, I'm all about do whatever you got to do. I'm all for that. However, everyone is different, and these kids need time to mature into what the business they're 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 walking into. And when I was 18, 19, it was important that I be around other people that are 18 and 19. I just happen to think from afar. I mean, you, 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 you don't even have to know basketball. You can see this kid has incredible talent. However, he needed, he needs time to develop that talent. And, and right now, that hasn't happened for him. And suddenly now an injury hasn't played DNP CDs. He's questioning himself. And now he's in a situation where he's the number two pick in the draft and he finds himself in the G League. Bo, that's a lot to overcome. Now, what is he, 20, what, one? 21. 20, 21, 21. Now? Mm-hmm. 21. Now, all of a sudden, now he's in a fight. That kid, that kid could very easily have been the number one pick in the draft just two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. If he stayed in college, he probably ends up being the number one pick in the draft, with the exception of this year. Okay, because Victor, it's going to be the number one pick. Well, I mean, like that that year's draft as well. I mean, Anthony Edwards went number one to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who already had Carl Anthony Towns as their big. So if another team had that number one pick, he could have been the number one pick. You never know. He was picked ahead of LaMelo Ball, who was an all-star last season. He was picked ahead of guys like Tyrese Halliburton, who we see having a great year. We're seeing a a lot of players from that draft. The kid just has to get to a play. But listen, but those other kids, in his defense, if they're going to the Warriors, they're not all-stars. And they're not playing. You know, if if LaMelo went to Golden State, you're not telling me he's going to start over Clay Thompson or Drake. No, he would be basically doing what Jordan Poole does. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, again, it goes back to the following. The kid needs playing time and he needs shots. There's not a lot of playing time there in Golden State. And there certainly there are no shots, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sometimes it's a bad fit. I just hope that this kid could somehow maintain the little confidence or the confidence that he has knowing that he's got to get to someplace else. So, you know, there, there's no, there's no place for him to play. I mean, that's just, that's the reality of the situation. That just, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. That kid needs touches and that kid needs playing time. And there, and right now for better, or for worse, they are in a playoff run and neither one of those kids, you, you know, you could say the same thing for the other thing, Kaminga. You know, Kaminga could very well be a star player. Both of them could be star players. You know, Moody could be a star player, mm-hmm. but it's not going to happen there. You know, it's just, let's just call it. It's, it's not going to happen there for them. And when I say happen there, Steph Curry 
is the he he is the he is the future. I mean, yeah, yeah. he is the star player there. Here's one thing I think about a lot: if the NBA draft was all done behind closed doors, and the public never had any idea of who had what pick and which players were picked in which position, I think it would help guys like James Wiseman or Jean-Luc Mungo. Because, why, for example, why? someone like Draymond Green, when he came into the NBA being a second-round pick, he never had the expectations on him. There are guys who are picked lower down in the draft who can play freely of expectations and pressure well, that the high picks well, that's not aren't privy to. Well, I, I, w- I would love to agree with you, Mo. I would love to think that players... And maybe they do. I I I have no idea. It it seems like it's hard for me to believe it, but it's hard for me to believe that anyone has higher expectations for me that's higher than myself that I that I have for me. Like it's hard for me to believe that someone thinks higher of me than I think of myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's hard for me to believe. But maybe it is. I don't want to believe that more because I. I'm a professional. Here's the thing. And I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this for 15, 20 years now. The NBA is not the place to come and develop. I'm just going to say it again for the last time. The NBA is not the place to come and develop. The difference between, you know, because we're using his name, a, a player like a Draymond Green, because you used his name, and a young kid like a Wiseman. There was no development with Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. All the development had already happened four years in college. Michigan State. Okay. This is not the place to come to develop. When I started seeing people come up here talking about developing, this is when I said, oh, they're not ready to play. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, they call it professional basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting you talk and, about that because, you, you know, there's another player who's currently in the trade rumors that we talked about briefly yesterday, but that would be Cam Reddish, who was, well, he's, he's only 23 years old. He's not had the easiest career so far. He was the 10th overall pick in 2019. He was on the Hawks. Things didn't go too great for him on the Hawks. Then he got traded to the Knicks and... You know, he missed some time with injury last season, but this season he's looked pretty good in the games he has played. He had a couple of bad games, and then like we talked about yesterday, he's out of the rotation. And now, reportedly, uh, Cam Reddish's reps are walking towards, working towards a trade after the team's failure to find him a role. What do you think about that situation with Cam? Because when he was in high school, he was looked at as maybe the best player that had come out of his draft class. And then he went to play on that Duke team, which I think it was with Zion and RJ. I think it was that year. So obviously he went under the radar a little bit, but there's no doubt that the kid has talent. This is, this is, these are, these two topics are are tough for me is because it just seems incredibly simple to me. Like what the answer is. Perform? Or let's move on. It just, like, I can sit here forever and give you both sides of the coin. And say, oh, well, the team said this. You know, I, I remember my 
my rookie, I can still recall my rookie year. It was a veteran guy came up to me and he, and he, and he just laid it out to me, right? You know, we were talking about basketball and I wanted to, you know, what is the NBA and my, my first time going around, right? You know, going around the league. Yeah. And he said, BJ, if you're going to stay in this league, you better learn something right now. It's like, this is like my first road trip, my first West Coast road trip, right? Back then, you used to have like two-week road trips when we take to the West Coast. He said, every coach in this league is going to want you to earn your minutes. Mm-hmm. He said, everybody on this plane, we were on a plane, right? He said, every player on this plane wants the same thing. I said, what's that? They want the coach to give them minutes. <laughs> more minutes, more paychecks. I mean, I, every game, man, if coach give you some minutes, I'm going to do my thing, right? How many times have we heard that in our lifetime, right, Mo? Mm-hmm. Every player wants the coach to give them minutes. Every coach wants the player to earn the minutes. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? A professional one. He, he said, what? I said, what's that? I said, what's that? A professional is going to work his minutes. You a pro now. You work your minutes. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 don't want nobody to you don't want nobody to give you no minutes. The coach, if the player makes more money than you, he got to play that player. BJ, is that true? Mm-hmm. I say, well, I, I guess that sounds you know. If this guy is making the max, and this guy making the minimum, he can't play the minimum guy, and that guy will making the max. He can't do that. Mm-hmm. So all of that earned minute stuff, that's you can take that out the window. He said, but if you are a true professional, you're going to work your minutes. You work your minutes. That's a pro. And that's the difference between the guys who make it and the guys who don't. I never forgot that. Now, what does that mean? James Reisman right now and Cam Reddish right now, those guys are incredibly talented. Mm -hmm. Potential off the charts. You, you can't write up a better – if you said what a player is supposed to look like at the wing position, you could argue that Cam Reddish is the 6'8", incredible athlete, jump out of the gym, smooth jump shot, quick as a cat, da-da-da, Wiseman, big hands, 40 yeah, it's, like, it's like they've been built on NBA 2K and okay, put into exactly. real life. Okay, now, yeah. now, okay. all right, now – Right now, those guys, coaches all know this. Potential gets you fired. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Mo, think about what we're saying right now. If those guys were playing and they weren't winning, guess what you're going to say next, Mo? Oh, he can't coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're saying these guys can't play. We're saying, man. So now that may, that leads us to believe something's wrong with the player. Mm-hmm. So the thing for these guys is I would encourage, because I think they are, both of those players are incredibly, incredibly talented. I mean, Mo, if I was in an organization, I'm trying, I'm calling Golden State in the Knicks right now. Like, 
how do I get in the Cam Reddish sweepstakes? Yeah. How do if I could get Cam Reddish and James Wiseman? Man, sign me I up. feel free. Hey, hey, Mo. Now on paper, I feel pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, but I don't want to get so caught up with myself that I'm blinded because I gotta also think that Atlanta and the Knicks might know something that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Golden State might know something that I don't know. Well, this is why I was confused that, you know, this talking point we started on, that the Spurs don't want to trade for these guys is because they've got nothing to lose at this point. The San Antonio well, Spurs, the Spurs are currently sitting at 6-18, and 18, the worst record in the Western Conference. They can take a shot on these guys, and if it doesn't pan out, well, it doesn't okay, pan out. So and if it does, then it's a win. Well, Mo, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put your I'm gonna put your because you're gonna be a GM someday in this league. Who's the number one pick in the draft, Mo? Victor. Okay. So how are you gonna play Victor and Wiseman together? Well, you you don't have to. You can just see how Wiseman plays for the end of this year. But you you don't trade to lose a player for nothing in the end. Okay. Mo, you're not thinking like a GM. Okay, you but you're not gonna give away portal. And then you're not going to wait. Listen, listen, Mo, mm -hmm. because you're you're the mm -hmm. one that's going to sit in that seat. You're mm -hmm. not going to give away Portal, and then take Wiseman, and then at the end say, and for nothing. That's okay. a, that's called yeah. yeah. That yeah. means you don't like yourself. You're just going to fire yourself. Okay, okay. you're not going to do that. Now, like, you're let me not going to do you. that one. Yakupel's contract expires, so either you're going to re-sign a veteran center to come off the bench and back up Victor Wembanyama, or you're going to have Wiseman, and then you're going to draft Victor where you're not even guaranteed that I'm on pick. So it's not a sure thing that Victor comes to the Spurs. They might end up with a guard. They might end up with a different player. And then even if you do have Victor and Wiseman, I believe there is someone who dreams of an all seven-footer lineup and preaches the versatility of Victor Wimbanyama. I'm pretty sure you could figure out a way okay. using Victor's skill sets to mesh okay. that with uh, James again. Wiseman. Again, without us being there on a day-to-day -day basis, this is the part of the scout we don't know. That's why when, when I hear people saying this guy is that, you have to be there. You got to talk to the kids. What I do know about the NBA, which is a fact, we have devalued the bigs in this league. Mm -hmm. We devalue them. We, we don't play bigs and even put them on the post anymore. Every big is out there on the perimeter playing stretch four, stretch five. We... Yeah, I the, want Lori marketing. I want uh, that. That's what it is, you know. Even even I, I watch uh, I watch uh, Dallas and um, Denver play last night. Mm -hmm. Like I'm watching a center pass behind his back mm -hmm. to a cutting Jamal Murray. Now that was an incredible pass. Okay, I watched Jokic pass behind his back to a cutting player at the three point line. That's the NBA today. Mm -hmm. And I watched Reggie Miller go crazy. Oh, he, he may be the, the, the best passing big of all time. You know, everyone's the, of all time now, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Now, James Wiseman, as far as I know, can't make that pass. Mm -hmm. So when I say I want five bigs, I got to have five multi players who can play multiple positions. Victor can do that. Giannis can do that. Bobo can do that. KD mm -hmm. can do that. James Wiseman is a big. You understand? There's a difference between a big and someone who's tall. Mm -hmm. This is a different player. 
Jokic is a big who also plays. I mean, he's like a, an anomaly. You know, you can't apply it to everyone. Joel Embiid is a big, but he's a little different as far as, I mean, I've never seen a guy that big do like Euro steps. <laughs> okay. Maybe you have more. I mm-hmm. have it. I haven't seen a guy that can play with his back to the basket and shoot threes and bring the ball up the court and Euro step around people. I mean, this guy is just, okay. Mm-hmm. James Wiseman doesn't look like a tall kid to me, like Porzingis. He looks and plays like a big man. Mm-hmm. He's screening and he's rolling. He's not looking like he, he doesn't look like he's comfortable to screen and pop. Mm-hmm. Like He probably can do it, but he doesn't seem like that's where his bread is buttered at. Mm-hmm. So when I say, when you want to play with five, seven footers, they're going to have to be multi-talented, and be able to play multiple positions to be able to to switch and defend and do multiple things, which James Wiseman doesn't appear to, skilled enough to be as an offensive. That doesn't mean that he can't get down there and score in that box. It doesn't mean he can't do pick and roll to the dunker spot and shoot the baby's shot. It doesn't mean that he can't play and be a very productive player. But if you're saying you're going to play with a big in today's game, that's a very difficult thing to do now, Mo. Mm-hmm. No one's playing with that type of player, okay? Now let's take your Boston Celtics. Yes. Okay. Who's the true big there? We don't have if you one. you do have a big. Well, Williams. And, and if you do have a big, you, he better be a shot blocker, rim protector. There we go. That's it. Rob, Rob Williams has two moves that I know about. He got the one-hand dunk and the two-hand dunk. Yeah, <laughs> alley oop specialist. No, I I don't I I I haven't seen him do anything else. Other I don't I, I don't think I've ever seen him shoot a. Stay tuned. The midi's coming along. Stay tuned. Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen him shoot? I've never seen I, him shoot. I don't think. I mean, I've watched every game, so I've seen a couple. But you know. Okay, Al Horford. Now he's a stretch four now. Yeah. Or stretch five, depending on whatever. Okay. That, that's what it is, Mo. Just call it what it is. James Wiseman, he's not there yet. And Al Horford, what, 16 years in the league? Mm-hmm. I remember when Al first came in this league. And I and, and to watch what he's turned himself into now in year 16 or 17 or whatever it is, it's really been an incredible thing to watch. I remember when Brooke Lopez came in this league 15 years ago. Believe it or not, he was an all-star as a low-post Back to the basket score in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay, now to watch him make seven threes in the game. Whoever would have thought that? Mm-hmm. So again, in today's game, James Wiseman, I'm not ready to write that off. I'm not ready to write because these guys are talented. The mm-hmm. game at some point will, it will figure how out how to utilize these bigs. However, the way the game is played, it doesn't emphasize big guys. <laughs> okay, Mo, mm-hmm. it doesn't... I watched Bam out of Bayou last night, right? Against my Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Bo, the guy must have brought the ball up to court 20 times. Yep. James Wiseman's not ready to do that. Well, only time will tell. Only time will tell. But, but, I, I hope he figures it out. Time, maybe. Yeah, I, I hope so out. too. And Bo, I, I feel like he is. needs to be in a different situation. So I hope they can work out a trade. Maybe well, not I, to the I Spurs, hope, maybe someone. I hope we, and I say we, 
I hope we as the executives and coaches and all the people in the league figure it out because both we're losing a generation of bigs because of the way the game is played. These mm-hmm. guys can play. We no just don't know where to play them. I no mean, it doubt. It's what it is. It is what it is. No doubt. Well, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. And BJ and I will be back tomorrow with more NBA talk. But in the meantime, don't go anywhere. Make sure you subscribe to the show, tell it with a friend, and let us know your thoughts on James Wiseman and Kaminga and all the rest of these guys oh, that I have mean, got so much potential. I, Hit us in the Discord. Just think about this, Mo. The link's in the description. Just think about this. If you could get James Wiseman, Kaminga, and Cam Reddish right now. I'll I mean, just him. think about that, Mo. Just Give me that th- for I, my rebuild. Mo, I, take them, I take them all day. If you could get Cam Reddish, James Wiseman, Mm-hmm. And Kaminga right now, mm-hmm. Mo. That's pretty good. Those are mm-hmm. those are quality players that you say maybe. I'm not saying they are. Maybe those guys could become all stars one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want the potential. I mean, Mo. That's how. That, that's and Mo. That and now, the only way we can answer that is to be able to peek behind the curtain, work with these guys, see their work ethic, see. You know, what's their commitment to the game? Da 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 da. But just looking at it, Mo, if I could get Cam Reddish, this league is looking for six, 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 seven athletes who can defend and run and do all that. Mo, check. The, the guy can, the guy is, is quick, athletic, check. Hey, Kaminga, we're looking. Mo, this league is full of undersized players who can play strong, athletic check. <laughs> yep. Good, great defender as well. I mean, he's hey, got Mo, the tools. all these guys. That's what, got the Mo, that's what I'm saying. These guys got the twos. So we'll take you know, them. Let's, if, let's start an expansion yeah, franchise and we'll take all of these guys. I would gladly take we'll those take guys all of off them. your hands. And then in three or four years, I'll tell you, oh, yeah, maybe you were right. But what if you're wrong? <laughs> on just oh, no, one of them. On just, not even just all three. No, on just one. one. On just one. You, you, know. you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, listen. I will say this. Brandon Ingram went on to become an all-star. Julius Randle went on to become an all-star. Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year. These, 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 some of these kids just take a little bit more time. Okay. Some of them just take a little bit more time. And I feel bad for the bigs in particular because Mo, and I'm going to, you know, in complete transparency, I love, love bigs. I we was know. just born in this little body. I love <laughs> me some bigs, okay? And now uh, this kid, James Wiseman, <laughs> Mo, Mo, I love bigs. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, you know, I love me some bigs. And th- this this kid, these young Kids, you know what I mean? I mean, the game always reverts back to them. Like, you look at this kid, Zubak, the other night. Mm-hmm. Monster, 30 and 30 game. I mean, come on, Mo. Mo, come on. Come on. Mo, you can't tell me right now that Wiseman doesn't have the potential to do that in the right situation. You can't tell me he doesn't have the potential. I'm not saying he can. Just on the one-off. Yeah. I saw Zubak at the same age, and I see this kid, I'm going, well, I, I just... You know, if I, if, I, if I just put him out there enough and, and Mo, if I put him out there long enough and he can play and I don't, he doesn't have to worry about being double teamed and he's playing with this system and da, da, da. Mo, he could get 30 and 32. Mm-hmm. I'm not, but, but 
You got to find the right situation for you. Because let me tell you something. He's not going to get 30 and 30 playing for the Warriors. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. No doubt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Mo? And, and, and both of them have a different style, different systems, different this. But I would love, I, and I, and from what I've heard, even from the coaching staff, I've heard only great things about this kid, Wiseman. That's the thing. I've only heard great things about him and Kaminga. So, however, it is what it is. Mo, appreciate you asking. Um, but I love, I, I, I just, you know, and, and Mo, you're, 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 you're a big guy trapped in a, in a, in a, in a little guy's body. You're, 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 well, you're, I'm, <laughs> I'm bigger than most normal people, but by NBA standards, I'm definitely not a big. But I wish that one day, I, I still hold out hope that I'm going to wake up one day and have grown to seven foot tall. And I've just been 10 years late with my growth spurt. What's that guy? That guy, Tom I Hanks. watched Memphis play the other night. No. Have you seen the film? Have, have you seen the, have you seen the film where Tom Hanks wakes up one day and he's grown? Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I need. Yeah. That's my Christmas wish. No. I need Mo, to be seven foot. You, you know who you are, Mo? It's this kid for the Memphis. Kenny Lofton Memphis. Jr. <laughs> no, no, no. Kenny, no, 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 no. Not Kenny Lofton Jr. No, that's not Lofton. His name is uh, Roddy or something like that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Mo, that's you. Mo, that's you. Write me to Mo. tell me to see the day. <laughs> Mo, that kid is you. That's you every night flying to Memphis, suited up, and then you fly back to London. No comment. Mo, I'm telling you, the guy looks at <laughs> He acts like you. He looks like you. Mo, the guy is so funny, Mo. Yeah. David Roddy. You know who I'm talking about. Is, it, is, that, is that his name, yeah. Roddy? Da David Roddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that is that really you? Is that you? You can tell us. I, I can't confirm or deny at this time. I can't confirm or deny. You have to stay tuned. If, if Memphis <laughs> gets to the finals and you don't see me covering the games, you'll know why. That's all I'll say. BJ, <laughs> 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 my man, I appreciate you. And we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Talk more basketball. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Don't go anywhere. Subscribe to the show. Share with your friends. And most importantly, get buckets.